check one two one two yo um there you go see you hear that voice uh that voice is our guest today on this episode my man sammy magdanello magdaleno yeah what I, I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> Are you have any relation to Jesse? No, 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 not Jesse okay. or uh, Diego Magdaleno. No oh, relationship. Okay. No yeah. relationship. Because I was like, okay, because I know Jesse. Yeah, I, we're friends with uh, with his wife. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we're friends with with his wife. And then uh, I was scrolling through your to, through your Instagram and said, oh shit, they have the same last name. Yeah, both of you guys were in boxing. Yeah, oh shit, like maybe yeah. they're and there's two related. brothers. There's and two there's brothers. two brothers. And there's two brothers. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, they may be uh, somewhat related. Cousins, that's Your right. cousins yeah. or something yeah. like that. Oh shit, but no, no relation. No though. relation. Oh, okay. not that you know. Exactly. Maybe. Who exactly. knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Are they still in yeah. boxing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Diego and Jesse. Yeah, yeah, they're both champs. Really? Uh, oh shit. Damn. Yeah, they're both champs. And I remember when I first saw them that I was, I asked them the same thing. I was like, "You guys know them?" And they're like, "Nope." No, have the same last name. Yeah, I think they they have the they have a fight coming up soon too. Um, Sammy, how you doing, man? Doing good. Doing yeah, good. Yeah. How's everything? Everything's good. Yeah. Back to business at work. Yeah. Uh, the gym's open up, which is cool. Finally. Finally, yeah, right? Hell yeah. Um. Uh. So. I want you to uh, to come on to the show because uh, I want to talk to you about uh, your your fitness journey. And we kind of briefed through it a little bit before uh, we started recording, but I wanted to stop because I don't want to get too much into it. I was and then I was getting into it. Like I don't want to hear the same story twice. Yeah, I don't want to hear the same story and kind of fake that I'm interested in it. You know, (laughs) on the second on the second time, you know. But uh, dude, how to get everything got started? Because I mean, you first started off as as a boxer, right? That was like your first sport or like the first uh, activity Um, that you uh, that you started with, right? Oh no, the first activity that like my dad got us in, uh, me and my older brother, we started karate. Karate, yeah, little dojo karate. We got all the way up to I think green or orange belt. Is that high up? No, no, no. I don't I even know still, my yeah, belts. Still, I mean, it's you got to go all the way to black belt. But well, I know, like, well, I yeah, know black belt is, is like, like the, the highest, high, the highest yeah. but karate well, has a bunch of colors, right? Yeah, it was like it started white, yellow, uh, I think tan brown, and then orange, and then blue, and then purple, and then it goes all the way up. Not in the oh, sure. or something like that. Okay, so it sounded like you were pretty high up. Yeah, yeah we, we were like in the middle, at least in the middle. Okay. Oh, then, what, um, what age did you start doing karate? Eight. Oh, sure. Eight, okay. yeah, eight, eight years old. Then, yeah, eight years old. So why did you, why did your uh, dad get you into karate? He always just wanted us to have like something, some sort of defense to protect okay. us in the streets. That's it. Like he always wanted us to protect ourselves. To you be guys able lived, to, yeah, to be able to protect ourselves. You guys lived in a bad neighborhood or what? I mean, coming Rough from California, yeah. Okay. California. You were raised over there? Over there, yeah. We San moved Pedro? out here. Yep. Where? San Pedro. Oh, San Pedro. San Pedro. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we lived in the projects for a little bit. Yo, that fish is here. bomb out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Not no more, though. Yeah. No? I mean, it ain't how it used to be. That's nostalgia. No. That's your no. memory, like, making it seem no, like I mean, it's better. Yo, but... It's still bomb. I mean, yeah, it's still good. Yeah. It's still good, yeah. Huh. Fresh codfish. Yeah? Oh, yeah, just mm-hmm. right there. You've just never right been there? there? Right up the, yeah, right mm-hmm. Ah, bro, you gotta go. California's opening up, man. Go for it. I don't know how I feel about, you know, fresh fish getting caught and putting it in your mouth you know i i would you just would prefer be, it to be frozen and then you put it in your mouth i want to see there's going to be some kind of preparation there you know I, what i'm saying i don't think i don't think the preparation is as deep as you think it is you don't think i don't think so. <laughs> no. no they're just cutting that bitch open cutting it in yeah, half slapping like, it off yeah they'll have it right there in the in the in the big old like the bins and everything and then yeah. like, i want that one right there they take it out for you and they, they prep it for you that's the thing i don't like though 
Like you go to Red Lobster and shit, and you see like the, the lobsters, lobsters right there. And like right, I want that. I want that one. And then you Kill just, that you know, one for <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I still haven't been to uh, what's that place called? Hot and juicy. Oh, hot and juicy. Oh, dude, I've never mm-hmm. I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Just because fire. I'm totally against that how they do it. You don't see yeah. the. I know I don't see it, but it I know it's in happening. Back. It's happening in the back. Don't you eat meat? Man, listen, <laughs> listen. There's baby steps here that, that need to, to 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 happen. You're starting but, backwards, but he but feels, it's just he feels backward for the sea. Life. Okay, so 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 so. Uh, well, that's the reason why uh, the reason why I haven't been. Uh, I've been to Sea World once, uh, and then once yeah, I saw, once. yeah, I've been there once, and then I found out how they treat the animals. I'm like, nah. Those places are depressing as fuck. They're very depressing, and the other thing too is like I've never I haven't been to a zoo in years either, just because I'm totally against the, yeah. what they're doing yeah, yeah. in there as well. I mean, that yeah. I, I the kids they love to go. That's but the only like, reason I would go. It's just for the kids. But they have the one in California too. I think it's near San Diego where uh, you're like you're the one in the cage on the back of a truck, <laughs> and the animals are free roaming. Yeah, yeah, they have like oh, acres real? and acres of land. Oh, oh shit, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Yeah, I would do that. Is it kid friendly? Sure. I don't know, man. Kids in cages. I mean, kids, kids, kids in cages. <laughs> <laughs> we, already, we already got that shit going on at the border, dude. We don't need, <laughs> Damn. We don't want our own kids in there. Way dude. to change the subject. Now. I know, right? Let's, let's go <laughs> back. Right, so yeah. you were going back to karate, right? Oh, were so you yeah. in Vegas when you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Over there. Um, oh, I forgot where was it was. But yeah, it's not that, that karate spot's not there anymore. I, I pass oh, it all okay. the time. It's like by Cambridge. So you guys were, were living in a, in a pretty rough neighborhood. Your yeah. dad wanted you to to uh, to, so just to have, have some, some kind of yeah, self defense. Yeah, he didn't want us to get our ass kicked in the street. He said, "Yeah, it's yeah. like you're not my son if you yeah, get your exactly. ass kicked." He's huh? like, "If you no, get your ass kicked in the street, I'm gonna kick your ass in the house." Was too. he? Was he? Uh, uh, did he have experience with karate no, or anything? Uh, he like just that? loved the sport. It was like remember when uh-huh. UFC was popping up. Like okay. UFC one, like he loved all those Chuck Liddell, oh, Randy, Randy Couture, like the original UFC fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, he just wanted us to have like some sort of defense. And then we did karate for like a year. And then, yeah, I remember like he came across, he asked us like, do you guys want to do boxing? Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I was, of course, I'm going to say, yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, you know, I'm just following my big brother, see what he want to do. So wherever yeah. he went, I went. And we started doing boxing. I, uh, I had my first little amateur fight at nine years old. And nine years old. So, how long did you train for boxing before you had the the first fight? Just a couple months. A couple months. Is that normal? Uh, yeah. At that age, probably right. Yeah, at that really? age. At that age, yeah. Because yeah. it's like they're, they're just kids, you know. They're going out there and swinging. But I mean, we're, as kids, so like I don't know, Rigo, if you ever trained children before, or kids before. No, but I, I have a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, they're very. Um, so obviously, they're brand new to their bodies. Still, they're you know little kids. So their coordination, their balance, oh, yeah. their stability, it's not there. And, it's, exactly. and, and they can't control it. That's and true. it's, yeah. it's very hard for them to stay focused to stay focused and, and to control all that shit. So yeah. for, and, and, and there's a reason why they call boxing, you know, the sweet science. You know, there's very, it's a very technical. Yeah, I even see it when that, that day when I, I, I saw you training Rodrigo yeah. in the gym. And and you were telling them all these you know all techniques steps, and stances and everything. so there's a lot to to it, to yeah. it yeah to to um, yeah the science to get the, of boxing yeah the science of boxing so it's for a little kid to get all that shit down in a couple of months at eight years old to start fighting I the think, professional or not professional the amateur fight in I think it was nine. the karate that helped me like just stay in place okay. with the mindset of like okay this is how you're supposed to stand because we had to switch it up from karate it was like simple straightforward you know what I mean yeah. Like you're, how the karate stance is mm-hmm. and in boxing you had to have a certain stance you had to have your feet and you know with the pivot and everything it was all different so mm-hmm. same mindset as in you are gonna 
you know the defense and the offense on it yeah. but it was just different footwork but it, it but it carried over yeah a little it carried bit over too. basically yeah, well, and yeah. then at that point like with a year of karate you probably already started doing the whole mind muscle connection like really yeah. getting into a place where other eight-year-olds wouldn't be able to control their body the mm-hmm. same way or other it was um i would say i would say boxing has a big um discipline like mm-hmm. uh, if you want to have like if you know if you want to i, I want to get my kids into boxing because it teaches them discipline how to like basically stay focused in one spot boom jab 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 just repetitively mm-hmm. you know it's all repetitive and once you pick that up then you start with the one two one two always remembering to keep your hands up always remembering all these certain steps to it so yeah nine years old like it was like mostly okay you're just going in there and you're swinging basically mm-hmm. for the kids like as yeah, long as yeah. you can keep your heads up your hands up then you're good so uh how was that first day of, bo- uh, of boxing that first day when you went into the gym how was that it was um as far as i can remember it was it was different like it was yeah. it looked big you know all the we got so much stuff going on people hitting the bags the doubling bags sparring uh-huh. jump roping just um doing sit-ups all this you know all everything going on and it's just like oh man did it, it scare looks, you though a little bit because it's yeah. like because uh you know in karate you're doing it as a group yeah but you're not contacting anybody in karate not, right yeah you're not even not even contacting a no bag sparring. or nothing nope. right yeah it's just, it's just in the air you're, yeah in the yeah. air and you're performing like the you're first day doing. of the gym you already seen dudes getting oh yeah you hit. see you, like getting hit and i'm like damn like, like about dad to go combat what, like dad combat. what are you doing <laughs> and then he was like because like just like uh mike tyson says everybody has a plan until they get hit yeah and in karate you know we're not getting hit or anything mm-hmm. so in boxing i remember it's like <clears throat> sparring day was like man, we're about to go to war with the other yeah. guy. Even though, like, you know, you shake hands at the end of, you know, sparring sessions or everything, but once the bell rings and it's time to go in, that mindset switches up and it's like, okay, I know you're my boy and everything, but... I'm going to fuck you we're up. We're going to have to, you know what I mean? But when you spar, you're not going 100, right? Um, You go based it, off of the other dude. It of. looks like it, though. Yeah. It so really like, does look so like Some people it. do go 100 when they're sparring? Not 100, 100, because, like, you know, you still have respect and like, you still have, like, you know, that... Yes, you're gonna hurt him. You're yeah. just not gonna hurt him that bad. Exactly. Like you're, you're there. To, you're there to train. I right. figured. I figured that you are going a hundred, and it's okay to go a hundred because you have all the the gear yeah, on. You, so you have all the protection yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. So I figured you would go all out. And then you hear about guys uh, um, getting hurt during sparring. Mm-hmm. Or, well, but uh, that's what they're trying to. That's what you try to avoid, right? That's that's the whole purpose of sparring is that you're going in the ring to figure out what you're lacking. Like, if you drop mm-hmm. in your right hand, the other dude picks it up, and he's going to hit you where you're dropping. So you're not going to go into a sparring session until you think that you figured out oh, something yeah. new so with I, yourself. So, like, I wouldn't recommend people going, like, all right, one, two weeks, a month. I would not even probably, I would wait three months into a gym, somebody that's brand new into a boxing gym, to go in and start sparring. Because mm-hmm. I feel bad, like, when there's certain gyms that they have new people coming in, newcomers, and then, mm-hmm. like, you know, the dude doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they just turn around and ask him, hey, you want to spar? You know, most of the time they're going to say, yeah, sure, why not? So mm-hmm. they get in there, and then they're just a bag for the other person. And I feel bad for that because they'll get, you know, their ass kicked. Yeah, and yeah, the next yeah. day they don't come back. Oh, so sure. I just, yeah, like, they're like, oh, if this is how it is, I quit, which mm-hmm. is not supposed to be like that. You're supposed to train for a certain amount of time, pick up that stamina, that conditioning, the fact that you know you're about to get hit, Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's why like when you do mitts, it's also a good thing to like for me to swing at you so right. you can prepare yourself. Like you have to train your body in order to get into the ring, mm-hmm. and then you know you you start with light work. The coach, if he's a good coach, he'll say to he'll tell the more experienced boxer, like yo, take it easy on him. 
or just work on your defense, just work on on your jab. And the other dude, you know, he's going he's all out. Trying, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. trying. You know, he's like doing mm-hmm. his thing. That way, he gets a little bit more comfortable and gets that confidence. Hmm. So, so in that first day, then, so you're seeing all this shit going oh, yeah. on around you. You're seeing people getting hit, um, doing these uh, uh, intense uh, workouts. You know, these conditioning. As a nine year old, and then you're like a nine year old. You're like, holy shit, what am I get myself into? I should have said no. <laughs> so, so you go in there. Uh, so, how was it? Did did you get hit in your first day? No, no. Yeah, no? so that's the cool thing. Like where I went was um, Barry's boxing, and it's still like it's still a really it's good. Still there, yeah, still top, really right? good. I oh, that's Bose exactly or Joe's Yeah, that's Bose. Yeah. Bose boxing is also a good one too. Uh, Barry's boxing was our first boxing gym that we went to, mm-hmm. and the good thing about it was um, I've always had my dad in my corner, literally, and my mm-hmm. and my amateur fights. He was always been there, and he's always been there at the gym with us. Yeah. So uh, my older brother, like he was there. So I was like, all right, cool. If he's here, I'm here. I feel a little bit more comfortable because I have him. Mm-hmm. And then Barry's boxing, they were actually really cool because like they're part of like I think uh, the police department or something like that. So they actually take in like kids, and then like there was a, so there was a bunch of kids. So they made it more comfortable, like not just a brand new boxing gym where it looks like oh shit, like what the hell is going on in here? You know? Yeah. So they made it comfortable. There was other kids there, and then um. Right away, you know, they were like, okay, you know, you're going to start training here. Like, they had us on the mitts. You know, they just trained us little by little. They actually did a good job teaching the kids, you know, not not to scare them off right away. Yeah. But so, then three months later, you're in a fight? A uh, couple months later. A couple months couple later? A couple months later. Yeah, because they were just like, hey, you know, we're having hosts. Because Barry's Boxing hosts a lot of amateur fights. Uh, yeah, they're okay, like okay. one of the, yeah, they're like really licensed to hold the fight. So mm-hmm. every, like, yeah, three to four months, they have um, boxing, amateur boxing. Oh, so sure, that's cool. So, um... Uh, between the first day that you started training to the first uh, to your first fight, did you get punched? Or oh yeah, hit? oh yeah. Okay, so how? So take me that as a nine year old. How did it feel, or what did you? What was going through you I physically it. and mentally, emotionally when you first got hit? Did you say you hated it? I hated it. Yeah. You fucking hated it. I hated it. Like I remember the first time, like you know how when they say people, like when people say, "Oh, you got hit and you see stars." I yeah. saw stars. I oh, hit you dots. that hard? Yeah, like because <laughs> I was little, so I was like fifty-five pounds, and the next person above me was probably be like ninety pounds, a hundred pounds. Oh shit! You know what I mean? So it's just like okay, they have no little guys for me, so I'm forced to work out with with these dudes, the bigger mm-hmm. dudes. And yeah, so I'm lit. Like I was skinny, skinny at fifty-five pounds, sixty to fifty-five pounds. Wow, damn, that is at, at ninety. Yeah, so I, yeah, so when I got hit by a ninety-pound-year-old, I was like, "Oh, wow!" Like, wow. <laughs> that like I knew the first time. Yeah, like seeing, I was like, "Okay, this is what they mean when they see stars." Yeah, I never seen stars before, and like it all blacks out, and it's just boom, instant. Uh, so uh, when you get hit, hit the first time, you say you just you didn't like it. Obviously, did, oh, obviously, no. no one likes to get hit. But, like, how did you take it, though? Oh, like, I had to continue. Like, yeah, I wasn't going to be, like, you know. I mean, your brother and your dad are there. Oh, they're, yeah, my brother was there. My dad uh-huh. was there. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to be, like, I've seen it happen, too. Like, when kids get hit and then they just look over and they look at, at their parents. Like, I don't want to continue this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they look the over. parents look parents. away, like, they ain't mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, okay, well, you know, nobody's going to save me in here in the ring. So it's like, I got to keep yeah, going. You gotta keep finish, going. Yeah, at least finish the round. You know, you got to finish the round. And then when you get out, I was like, okay, you know, 
it wasn't that bad. Like after you get hit, hit, mm-hmm. like, like, okay, that adrenaline rush yeah. is like going. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right? Isn't that like, like everything? Right? Like you think that this shit's gonna be terrible, and then you're done with it, and you're like, that's eh, not that bad. that bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, so you all, all that you know training, all that stuff. So take me to that day one of uh, your first fight. Oh, I remember it clearly too, cause um. Oh, what was his name? It was a referee. He's a famous referee. He's done, like he does a uh, professional uh, boxing. Joe Cortez. Okay. Joe yeah. Cortez is yeah. A, yeah. He's like a well-known referee. Yeah. So, you know, you do the weigh-ins. It's not like professional boxing where you know you do the weigh-ins the day before mm-hmm. and then you fight the next day. No, like these are like early in the morning, in like at seven or eight in the morning weigh-ins. Oh, you know, hell. yeah, you're in there. You weighing in. You know, everybody's like looking at everybody's in like trying to figure out what weight class they are and they're like oh they were asking like what weight are you what weight are you you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i was just you know i step i was nine years old so i just step on the scale they write down with your weight they got this whole like chalkboard line up and they put okay sammy magdaleno boom weighs uh what was that 55 pounds boom and then another kid weighs in boom 55 pounds so they put our names next to each other okay you guys are about one or about two or about three you mm-hmm. guys fighting at 11 a.m or this and that yeah and then I remember my dad, like, he was just, like, looking around. I was like, oh, shit, look, that's uh, Joe, Cor- Joe Ortiz or Joe Cortez. Like, that's uh, mm-hmm. the referee. The f- and then it would happen to be his nephew that I was going to go against, which is cool. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. shit. Yeah, so I was like, all right, cool, you know. And then my, like, uh, you know, you're getting wrapped up, you know. Every, you got your, you're in the corner. You're, you got your own little section. You're getting your hands wrapped up. And then, like, the coach, your coach is telling you, how right, you got to go do this. You got to do that. And you're just getting the gloves on, and then you're hearing, like, you go outside. They open the doors, and it's, like, it's crowded. It's, like, a big old gym. Mm-hmm. Families are there, you know, like, at least people just sitting everywhere. And you're like, oh, damn, we're about to rumble. Damn. Yeah, I know. And then they walk in you to the corner, up the stairs. You know, you go in through the ropes, and then, you know, you do a little a little movement in there. You mm-hmm. get your, you know, loosen up. You're loosening up. And then, you know, the other dude walks in, too, and then you got the referee. And all of a sudden, then you hear the... And then you go in the middle, of course, you, know, mm-hmm. you touch gloves and everything, you go back, and then all of a sudden it goes ding, 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 and then instantly. It's always been for me, like, as soon as I hear that bell ring, mm-hmm. it was on. Like, all, like, you know, I, like, I wouldn't say I would be nervous or anything, but as soon as I heard that bell ring, it was just out the gate. Yeah. Just nonstop, boom, 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 boom. I'm going to try to basically beat your ass type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip your head off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think it was the second round they stopped it. So my first fight, yeah, it was the second round stoppage. You know, I'm over there just swinging, boom, 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 boom. And then all of a sudden I just see, like, the referee, like, pull me off. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at the other dude, grabs him, and he just waves over his head. Like, all right, that's it. It's a wrap. And I'm just standing up with my gloves down. I'm like, like what's next? Like, what right, are we so, doing? <laughs> so where do I go? What do I do with my hands next? You uh-huh. know what I mean? <laughs> so the referee, like, he points to my corner. and is like, okay, like, you know, you can go to your corner now. You're done. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. I you know, and then, then you know, take the gloves off, they take the headgear off, you know, and then they put you in the middle of the ring. They got the trophies right there, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. winner and the runner-up. Lift up your hand, and I was like, okay, this is cool. I, I yeah, got yeah. my first little trophy, you know what, what I mean? What did Dad say? He was happy. He was glad, yeah. you know. Now, you know, took you, got you got out chance. for pizza afterwards, yeah, you huh? Got, you got okay, champ yeah, right that's here. the best part. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I like this feeling. I like this feeling yeah, of winning. Like, okay, pizza yeah, right afterwards? Know, cool, I can still okay. do this. But see, like, and then... um, Did your brother win that day? Nah. <laughs> oh, no. So my brother always, like, he was heavier at the time. Like, he was heavier. And then especially for us being short, like, 
he's probably five four, you know, something like that. So he was he's fighting guys five at six, ninety. Five, yeah, seven. at he was ninety pounds mm-hmm. or hundred and six pounds, I think. So he was fighting heavier, uh, bigger dudes, taller dudes. He's only two years older than you, right? Yeah. So he was fighting people that were like a foot taller than him. So sure. yeah, he would come out looking like a bull, like just boom, 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 trying to like get, you know, trying to swing at him and everything. But it's just the, the dudes; they were just, you know, keeping him on pump, pump, keeping him at distance. They were just they yeah. were a foot taller. So and probably always, older yeah. too, right? Yeah. Uh, well, in amateur, they put it by age group and weight class. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and then also like when you're starting off, which is cool. This is why I like boxing as amateur because. With, if you are within the, I think, 10 fights, they keep you within those 10 fights. Yeah. So once you pass, like, I think your 10th fight, then you could fight people that have, like, 70 or 80 or 100 fights. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It expands sure. after that. But they try to keep, the, like, the amateur amateurs to, like, mm-hmm. you know, within that 1 to 10 fights. So that way it makes it somewhat fair. Right. Yeah. I mean, that somebody way, like, who has 20 fights exactly, and whoop your ass if you only exactly, have five fights. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so obviously, it sounded like you fell in love with it. Oh yeah, with after the experience, that. Oh, with yeah. the training, the winning, the pizza right oh, afterwards, 100%. all that shit. Now I know this because I've known you for a long time. But was that right away the Mount Charleston or the running? No, the, that got oh, later okay. on. Yeah, that that was a push later on towards like once you, once like Angel, my older brother, started doing, heading towards that professional shit. Like he okay. started getting more into involved. Like oh, like he's on the professional road. So mm. I would always, like I'm saying, I would always tag along with him mm. and be like, okay, you know, I would, I get more training, I get more hands-on, I get more professional training, you know, working out with Angel. Mm. So I kind of skipped ahead, but so after your first fight, how long was it till your second? Ooh, not, uh, probably just a couple of months. Oh, damn. Yeah, like not even, not, not even a couple, probably like two or three months. Like I'm saying, like they, all, mm. there was, there's always boxing, amateur boxing fights here in, in That's Vegas. That's why they always like, they, when they announce it, uh, some of the fighters and you start reading like their info and their stats and all that shit. I forgot which one, which one it was. Um, more recent fight. One of the guys had like, like 300, 400 yeah. fights, uh, amateur fights. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck do yeah. they get all that, sh- all that work in, right? I mean, it's crazy. They're, short, they're shorter fights, obviously, oh, yeah. right? They're shorter fights. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, it's not a lot of damage. Minutes. Yeah, just three minutes. Three minutes. Uh, not three minutes. Uh, three round fights. I think yeah. a minute or so. Yeah, a minute and a half or something like that. Yeah, so. It's, so yeah, they're it's, quick, quick boxing so fights. Quick, you're not cutting or gaining weight as much as you would be in a professional arena? Yeah, you know how these dudes, like the professionals, they'll be like, <clears throat> drop 20 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really do that. You stay within your weight class. You okay, know okay. I mean? So it's not as taxing like on the body. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you could be able to bounce off right mm-hmm. away. You're able to do one here. You could actually do one here and then another one in Cali and another one in Arizona because we, we we would do that. We go to California for fights. Go to Kansas City. Go you know mm-hmm. all over. Basically, uh, I think Reno had a one too, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But Vegas has a bunch of them too. And you started traveling right away. Um, few not, not right away just here in vegas okay, okay yeah just in vegas uh did a couple amateur boxing and then we that's when um so i think i did i was 9 10 11 12 i stopped we did i think we had berries for i think three years okay and then i took a break because i told my dad i was like hey i don't want to go no more i was tired of getting my ass kicked Oh, so yeah. what you were losing a lot? What, no, or? once you start getting like I started getting older, so I started like the, and the other kids started getting older, and they got more experience, so they're hitting yeah. harder. And it was just like I would always get like, you know what? I don't want like I'm tired of it. How old were you at that time? Twelve. You were twelve. Yeah. So I still, I would say I still wanted to be a kid because uh-huh. like all right, so it would be school, thirty minutes to eat, and then we're on the way to the gym. Mm-hmm. Gym was done at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. You get home, you do your homework, you go to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. And then that's how it was Monday through Friday. Yeah. And then, you know, Saturday was Saturday was cleaning outside. My dad has, had us doing yard work all the time. And then Sunday, same thing. If we didn't finish Saturday's yard work, we would just continue it from there. So it was like literally, I had my scheduled repeatedly, repeatedly. So I was like, damn, can I just take a break? Can I go to the movies? Nothing, nothing. So you, it was it was getting to a point where you just hated boxing. It got to a point where I was like, damn, I, I don't know if I would hate it, but it's like I didn't just like getting tired. Yeah, of I was it. just getting tired of it. Yeah. So when uh, when you told your dad like, hey, I wanted to quit or step back a, a little bit, how did he take it? Uh, at first. He was a little upset. He was like, because he was like, what are you talking about? He like, can be the champion of the world yeah, if you no, want yeah, to. Yeah, you know how every uh-huh. dad wants, yeah, their everybody, kid, yeah. wants their kid to be the champion. Did, did you know? he want to do something? Did he want to box? Uh, no. no. Yeah, growing he, like, up? No, he, he didn't. He didn't. Um, he, he got, you know, he liked to fight in the streets and that's it. But ah, yeah. He's a street that, fighter. That's why he always would tell <laughs> us, like, he wants us to know how to protect ourselves because yeah. he knows what the And you can do it legally instead of him doing it illegally. That's what I'm saying. So he was like, here you could, like, he would always tell us like when i would mention to him like yo i just don't like getting hit he's like you're over here complaining about getting hit with gloves you know on the streets you don't you don't have gloves you have your fists you don't have padding you know the headgear yeah, 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 so yeah. i was like so i would take that and i'm like well he's right and i'm it can't be a mm-hmm. it can't be a little girl and complain about it so yeah. you know i had to suck it up and that's it so so, so when you when you so he was a little upset about it that yeah. you wanted to step back and take a little bit of a break did your brother take a break no, and yeah, my brother never took a break. Like he kept going. He was he didn't get upset or anything. He was just uh, what like a little disappointed because yeah. I left him alone. Like he continued the gym. Like he continued and kept going, kept going. I stopped and then I gained weight. So you stopped, yeah, and you started Ooh, gaining weight because all the activity. Yeah, I lost. I had nothing to do, so it was just like eating the same home. way. Oh, yeah, eating the same way, but oh, no, yeah. none of that activity. Exactly. Like this is what I want my life to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so how much uh, how much weight Man. did you gain though? I gained probably 30 to 40 pounds. So this is how long? It was within like a year span. Damn. Mm-hmm. So I remember like, and it, it was, and I'm not even lying because I would go to, I would go back home to California mm-hmm. and then my, my, I remember my family would be like, mijo, you, you gaining weight. What like, happened? like they, I would overhear them talking to my mom like, oh my goodness, he gained so much weight. Like what's mm-hmm. going on? He's like, oh, yeah. he's not in boxing anymore. He's not doing boxing. And then Angel was losing weight. So he was losing weight. Uh-huh. And I was gaining weight. You're like, oh shit, we're about to switch. You'll be the fat one. <laughs> no, real talk, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh shit. But a lot of boxers do that, though. Or oh, even yeah. athletes, any professional athlete. They're yeah. on, on season, they're on point, mm-hmm. diet's on check. And then off season, they gain a bunch of weight because of all the activity level yep. that they were uh, used to. Not just to. that, but they usually eat like shit. There's a lot of, like, they talk about that a lot. That it's like a. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a health concern how bad some oh, no. athletes eat after the season. Like, like one of the I, I sometimes it, it's a little it's a little uh, uh, I say it can I guess in a certain way if the way depending on how you look at it I think it's a, it can be a little bit healthier too just because of how strict they are during the season yeah. uh, with with uh, workouts and other uh, training and then being in that uh, that that diet. Yeah, that strict, strict that strict guy, and then finally just giving it a break. I'm pretty but sure it's going pretty to good. Fast food and all that shit. Like they show some of these athletes, bro. McDonald's, uh-huh. Burger King. But, I forgot yeah. which athlete it was, but he implements stuff like that in his McDonald's and shit. No, well, like junk food. Like uh, if he wants to, he can go ahead and have it. You know, I but mean, but it's not going overboard. I know I think a lot it's of strength athletes say that they rather eat that dirty shit because it gives them. 
Like you, it, there's a ton of nutrients your body can absorb yeah. it super quickly through this process, all that shit. So. I have, I have a, a friend. He's a strength athlete, and he eats gummy bears between each sets that he does. Because he's, he's over there trying to uh, do uh, like anywhere between ninety to ninety-five percent of his RP, so uh, of his run, uh, one rep max. Is he just trying to do like a glucose like replenishes? Yeah, just levels replenish or like sugar levels because he's like oh, fucking okay. drained. of I mean, trying to push that amount of weight that he's trying to push, yeah. he needs quick sugars just like to get him give him that energy boost but uh but yeah a lot of so i guess in a, in a certain way it can be somewhat healthy yeah but uh to to kind of just take a break from that all that yeah. yeah all that strict especially yeah. as you're 12 as a 12 year old I and guess. then yeah you're like uh, you want to enjoy your, being a kid you know eating yeah. candy and doing all Cereal this shit and running and i'm pretty sure you had to sacrifice a lot you couldn't hang out with your boys and do no, all yeah, that no. stuff and everything no. like that yeah. right so I mean, uh, so you gained thirty to forty pounds in that yep. one year span, mm-hmm. uh, and you're what thirteen now? Yeah, now I was thirteen at that, at that at time. That you age. were thirteen. Yeah. Um. So how long did, was the break? Um. Probably like a year. Okay. Yeah. Like you, a year. So soon yeah. after noticing that you were fat. Oh uh, yeah. As soon as like, like, you know, after my brother calling me free Willy and all this <laughs> other stuff, I still remember his that. Brother's like, okay. His brother's mean as fuck. His brother's hella funny though. <laughs> like, he would come home and be like, "What's up, free Willy?" Or we'd be at the pool and be like, "Look, look, free, free Willy and Shamu." And I'm like, "Damn, yo, I never made fun of you when you was when you was heavy." <laughs> like, you what know the, what I mean? Why are you doing it to me? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that got to me. And I'm in the pool with his shirt on, like. <laughs> 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 so i remember i was like you know what i don't i don't want to be like this no more like so then i told my pops again i was like hey uh, i'm ready to come back i'm ready to come back slow like, okay. i just want to go get you know let me get the training back in mm-hmm. and then um so yeah so at that time you know he we would go we went back to the gym you know i would be on the treadmill for an hour running. an hour an running hour. Oh, yeah shit not even bullshit. Like I would warm up and walk for like probably five minutes, and then my pops would come up and speed that up to like six point five, and then he'll speed it up to seven point two, and like all the way up to like nine point zero. And so he was finishing. your dad was your trainer. Yeah. Okay. Throughout the whole time, my the pops always yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And like my angel, like uh, my brother, he had his own like he had his like his own coach, mm-hmm. you know. And at the time, at now at this gym, so we had left Barry's boxing, and now at this gym, it was elite. It was called the Elite Boxing mm-hmm. uh, with uh, another uh, well-known coach, Gil Martinez. I think it was. Yeah, right. Gil Martinez is one of like one of the best coaches out here. He trained like Randy Couture and all of that for boxing. Okay. Yeah, so he's like one of the good ones out here in Vegas. Yeah. And then, um, so he was like, oh, he was the intense, he was an intense coach. Yeah. Like, if you wanted fighters, you you had to be training with uh, Coach Gil. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is where the Mount Charleston training started. Did they see something in your brother or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So like um, Angel, like he, I forgot how he got into um, into elite boxing. I just, I can't remember what how that gap was, but, uh, or how he came across with Gil. Because like, that happened while you were on your break? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, you know, he just started training with them. And I think it's like a friend, you know, referred to him or whatever. So like, you know, mm-hmm. he, was there, he was there and then uh, Gil loved him. Because like I said, you know. You go to some boxing gyms, you go there, you show up, and then you're just hitting the bags. Mm-hmm. The coaches, you know, they have their fighters already set aside. You know, they have, like, their people that they're working one-on-one with. Mm-hmm. And then the, you got the people that just go in there, hit the bags, you know, do a couple of drills, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then so, like, you know, Gil had his fighters. And then we would go there, and then I, I was able to use the treadmill, use the bags, use, you know, use their equipment. And it was cool because, like, that's where I started losing the weight. I went from like 135, I think I was like 145. 
So I went from 135, 145 to down to 90 pounds. Down to 90? 90 pounds. No, how, 106, 106. How I was long did it take? 90. Uh, probably like about six months. Six months. Yeah. Was all that went. 12, 13, you're probably going to lose that really fast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then back on the diet as well. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, and at that time, what helped a lot was I wasn't drinking Coca-Cola. Was that like, damn I'm not Coca-Cola? Even like, yeah, Coca-Cola was like, that was the venom. And then after that, like ever since then, I only drink water when I it's eat. It's like Latino kryptonite, bro. Is that it what it is? is? Are you, it are, is. Are you Mexican? Yeah. Okay, so this is when, I don't know, I think it's a Mexican thing. I think so. But um, when, I, uh, when I was a kid, you know, I was pretty active too, playing, you know, football, basketball, all that shit. Anytime that I would get thirsty, I would bust out a Coke. Yeah, it is a Mexican, it's definitely a Mexican thing. <laughs> oh, anytime <laughs> I'm over here fucking just guzzling yep. fucking cokes and mm-hmm. shit. Uh. They made it in like my mom. Oh, like, every fuck! Time. I'm thirsty, dude. Give me that coke, coke, coke. Yeah, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like uh, <laughs> one of my boys' dad, healthiest guy ever, has been running. Uh, he ran for UNLV in college. He's 70 years old now. Yeah. Full black head of hair, everything on point. But the one thing that he does not let go of. It's fucking Coca Cola, and he's from Mexico. He's Mexican. Yeah, he's from El Dafe. I think, yeah. There's there's something in the Coke, right? That gets you. That Mexican slow. That's that's where that diabetes comes from and shit. Exactly. (laughs) Like everybody wants to enjoy their meal with a nice Coke, the tacos with the Coca Cola. That's it. Yeah. But Uh, I had let yeah, so I let go of Coke, uh, and then I was just drinking water, water, water. Coca Cola's gonna be like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) And then I lost that weight. I lost that weight and I was like, damn, yo, like I didn't, you know, I, I was, I was, I trimmed down dramatically mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know what? I feel healthy. You know, I feel, I feel good. Fuck it. Let's start boxing again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's when I started training. I told my pops like, yo, like, let's, 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 let's get back, let's get back into it. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, he, he was still working. We were still working the mids, doing the bags. But like, I remember my pops would be like, nah, no sparring. Sammy's not sparring. Sammy's not sparring. Mm-hmm. And like, they would always be like, yo, does he want to get in the ring? And then it was always like, no, Sammy's not sparring. Sammy's not sparring. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the first time getting in the ring, they were like, yo, where the, why were you keeping this guy away? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you've been keeping, you've been hiding this guy. And then so I started getting into it, started sparring again, started sparring, like, you know, the, the dudes there. And then I remember the first fight that I fought for Elite, because, like, you, mm-hmm. have, to have, a, you have to have a gym in order to attend these amateur fights. Okay. So, like, you know, anybody could train at their house, have a coach and everything. And then as long as you, there's a, um, a gym that is willing to put you under their name, you could fight under their name. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, my pops was training me, and then, but whenever, like, you know, uh, Elite had boxing matches, we would just tag along and then fight under, you know, under mm-hmm. there. And then, of course, like, Gil would be in, in my corner because my pops at the time, he didn't have a license because you okay. have to have a license to be in to, the corner. To be, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, so, you know, we'll jump in there, and then Gil would be in my corner, and my pops, like, on the side and everything. And then, like, he'll be like, look, you already know what the fuck to do. You know, you know what to do. Just go out there and do what you, do your shit. Yeah. And then I remember the first time fighting for him, you know, I, I won. I, another, uh, it was a TKO. And he, like, he comes back, I go back to the corner. He was like, slaps me in the back of the head. And he was like, motherfucker, where the hell you been hiding? And he's like, I want you to be doing this shit every single time. Like, you, you got to be come out here and do this shit all the time, man. Come on. So yeah. after that, you know, of course you get more confidence and you got like, oh, man, well, I know I'm good at it, so it's like, why not yeah. just keep going? Like, fuck it. Like, it's not that bad. You know, the training is not bad. It's like, it's uh-huh. it's the reward at the end. It's like the best part. It's the worth. So oh, it's yeah, worth 100%. It. Totally worth it. So at this point, 100%. now we're running up. Yeah, now we're going, you know, now we're doing... Um, Let's now, talk about the training. Oh, man. So, like, <laughs> I still I still did my training, like, Monday through Friday, still with my dad and everything. Mm-hmm. Saturday mornings, though, it was... 
going to Mount Charleston, running up these hills, not even just running, sprinting up these hills, up and down. And then, like, uh, there was times where they would do the tire flip mm-hmm. on the track. You know how I, I took you to the bleachers before, right? Yeah. yeah. So all of those, like, workouts is, like, from when I learned, like, with Angel. Like running you stairs. You run up and... the stairs, you know, mm-hmm. up and down, and then you run the track, and then you go up and down probably four times. That's one mile and all this stuff, like, doing just insane stuff, and then still going in the gym and working out for another two or three hours. Hmm. But that cardio was insane because it was all in boxing. It's all about cardio. It's all about it's it. all about the cardio. It's yeah. all about that. Um, I mean, I, I hear stories about like these, these these training camps oh, and and shit. There has to be like a a, a safer, healthier. <laughs> I mean, they're starting way to do, to do they're starting it. Starting to do right? a lot of hit. They're starting to do a lot of hit training. A lot more hit training, right? You can get the same cardio out of it without beating the body up. Yeah, because, I mean, just you describing that shit, I can already imagine how bad your knees were, your ankles were. At that age, at that age, I think you're recovering. I think that's why, like... But, like, how does it feel now, though? How does your knees and... My joints... My girl gets mad because my joints crack as I get out of bed. But are they painful? Because cracking is normal for a lot of people. Uh Uh-huh. Like but the, I could, I could, I mean, just it's, it's so much wear and tear, oh yeah. and and uh, uh, I figure like later down down the line, this shit's gonna you know come back to oh you yeah. and, and and bite you in the ass. I would assume just because I mean Mount Charleston and and sprinting up uphill oh, with the rocks and, and, doing, and, yeah, and you were doing like, that yeah. and that was just a one a one time thing right it sounds like it was uh it was every saturday thing. every single saturday yeah. <laughs> so so um but there, there's some fighters now that uh, that i know of max holloway oh, he was right. talking about oh, yeah. he was talking about how he doesn't he doesn't spar anymore that it just it's too much taxing on the body oh, yeah no um, like he'd rather concentrate and focus on other things that he yeah. needs to work on and then really go out and do his thing and then he's been fucking killing it the, the last yeah, couple of fights. Yeah, because the last fight was insane. Yeah. What I feel is um, at the end of the day, you put your body more through the training. You Yeah, you, you beat your body up more through the training than the actual fight. Like when you're fighting, like when you're in the, mm-hmm. like in the ring already, like when these uh, pro pro boxers are, are you know, they're in the, in the ring, they're doing what they already know what they're doing. It's the whole training, like they're beating their body up, waking up, you know, you know, doing all these intense training, you know, nonstop Monday through Saturday, Sunday rest day, just to get in the ring for like, what, three minute, 12 rounds. Yeah. And when they're there, you know, it's cake. The sparring, they'll spar more than they actually fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they'll be doing like 15 rounds. Sparring. I remember seeing my brother like do like back to back to back to back to back sparring. And I'm talking about he was sparring 200 pound dudes at 112. 120, mm-hmm. he'll be doing in, in the work with 200 pounders, mm-hmm. 180 pounders, and like he's getting hit. So it's like, you know, you think about it and it's like, damn, like, is that really good for the brain? I get it, we're wearing headgear and everything, but still, like, well, you get still hit. Anything, you yeah, get hit, you anything. know, all it takes is one good hit to like the wrong spot of the area, and then. I mean, yeah, yeah, they say that con- a concussion can change your personality. Mm-hmm. 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 There's so. all really shit. I mean, you hear a lot with, uh, with Junior Seau. Fucking with with his concussions and then yeah. you know killing himself after those concussions. No, he was a football player. Oh, okay, okay. You know, he would, I guess he was like uh, 
great guy, great personality. All of a sudden, he started getting hit when you know with all the concussions accumulating up from his whole uh, football career, and he just personalities changed, and then you know tend to suicide, and then all of a sudden, you know, he he actually succeeded with that. Did you see that Will Smith movie, The Concussion? No, yeah, I haven't no, seen no, that. That's Dude, that's an incredible yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. watch that. Yeah, it's about it's about all that. So about yeah, all about that stuff yeah, and they talk they go into the cool thing is about that movie they go into like the science and you get to hear a little bit of it it's pretty interesting it's pretty crazy yeah so um the working out all that stuff so what happened after that so uh you started to go back into the amateur fights and you were pretty successful at it yeah yeah like um this point you're in high school right yeah, this is when I was in high school. So, I mean, it, we went back to the same thing where it's like... And you okay, told all the girls that you were a boxer, right? Uh, I, no, I, I would never. Like, I wasn't about, you know... <laughs> no, I, would said, never, I, I would never. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, my teachers knew because of, of my older brother. So, you okay. know how I was always like, he was ahead of me in class. So, like, you know, yeah. they would Angel's be like... a little bit yeah. of a cocky motherfucker. Oh, Angel, he'd be talking he'd be like, it would be like, hey, old teacher, you got to sign this. You know, my slip because I'm going to be gone for two weeks and this yeah. and that. Like, I'm going like, to defend my yeah. championship around the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, like, when I would go, like, when they would see me, they will be like, hey, you're a... I was always Angel's little brother. Yeah. They were like, oh, you're Angel's little brother, blah, blah, blah. Like, so he would, you know, people knew me as Angel's little brother. Like, oh, you box too? I'm like, yeah, I box too. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they were like, oh, because well, you, you know, try to like slap boxing. Like, nah, fool. Like, I don't, I don't never like to play slap boxing or none of that because mm-hmm. you don't know what the other dudes gets offensive or like you slap yeah. them for real and you get mad. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like, I'm just doing what I'm naturally known to do. Uh-huh. And, but like in high school, it was cool because like, um, they knew, like my teachers knew, like, okay, I don't, like that's that's a good thing about boxing is they teach you discipline. If boxing is taught right, it'll teach that person discipline. Mm-hmm. Versus like you don't go out looking for trouble. That's what my, what my dad always told us. You like he was like, you guys are to learn boxing just so you can defend yourself, not to start shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't want to hear you guys, you know, fighting in the streets or like you know start fighting just because you know how to throw your hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he was like, you know, unless somebody comes up to you and he's about to like you know fight you, then yeah, go ahead and beat his ass. Mm-hmm. But like um, that's what like that my teachers always liked about us was that we were like disciplined, mm-hmm. like we didn't cause a ruckus in, in class or anything. We were just like, nah, I'm just here to do my schoolwork, get it and go. Your mm-hmm. brother just used his words to cause a ruckus. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> angel, <laughs> always though. I need to meet this angel. No, dude. no, he's a character. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. his character. Um, but so so uh, in high school, you were doing the amateur fights. Uh, pretty successful at it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, when did it stop for you then? Um, because you could have gone pro. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I could have, should have, would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I remember. Let me just go back a little bit. <clears throat> it was my twelfth amateur fight. Mm-hmm. This is when I knew, like, okay, I couldn't be fighting at ninety pounds anymore because mm-hmm. I was really like dead like uh how do you say like i was really weak like feeble or like um, feeble. uh so like, you were drained yeah you were just drained i was just fatigued like, yeah there you go fatigue so i remember like being in the hotel room my pals was like look like i didn't make weight i was off by like 0.6 and then you have to be at 95 it was exactly. that it was those mount, mount charleston fucking right? sprints, bro yeah. i'm telling so you you're <laughs> 14 15 years old and you're 15, tra- yeah you're weighing 95 15, pounds yeah 15 weighing 95 pounds damn man that was like 180 pounds at 15 years old <laughs> <laughs> and then um so i remember being in the hotel and then my pop was like look you, you missed it by 0. 0.6 so it's either you don't fight today or you drop that weight you give they give you like an hour or two hours to re-weigh yourself you know what mm-hmm. i mean 
So then I was like, I put on the sweatsuit, you know, I put on all this stuff on, I go out and I'm running. I'm just the like, shit you I'm see in the movies tired. with that guy that's trying to make yeah, weight. Yeah, he's trying to make weight. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I'm already beat up as it is. Like, this is, like, you can't eat. You don't drink nothing before the weigh-ins. You don't eat nothing before the weigh-ins. And on top of that, you don't eat or drink anything before the day of the weigh-ins. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I remember having to wake up, you know, and having to do all of this stuff just to drop like the point two, And then like Angel would like have us on the treadmill, have me on the treadmill at five in the morning. Yeah. In the garage, you know, with a hoodie on and like, you know, the sweats, the sauna suits and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to lose that weight. And he'll be like, stop being a bitch. You better lose this shit. Because, you know, it's not that they the, they would get mad, but it's like, you know, you're supposed to be at this weight. Yeah. You have to show up at this weight. So your coach would be like, he'll look at you and be like, why Just the fuck aren't you? Yeah. Why aren't you on this weight class? Yeah. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell? So I remember like one time it was probably two days, like two days straight, like just drinking water, half a glass of water. It was measured half a glass of water and a half a power bar. Remember those old school power bars? Yeah. Half one of those and then half a glass of water. And that's all you had. Man, that seems like it would have fucking hurt my stomach. That's heavy. Like, I'd be like, oh, it's heavy as water. water. <laughs> so, and then I. And then too my much little, power. And, my, <laughs> and then like my little brother, he was, he was like, he was still eating whatever. So like he'll mm-hmm. go with my mom and get McDonald's and like come back and you smell the right food. Right in front of you. And yeah, yeah, yo. And it's just like, yo, that's fucked up. So you just go in your room, <laughs> you know, and you're just like, fuck. And then you start thinking like, fuck, man. What am I doing with my life? But then it's like, all right, it's worth it though. It's worth it. Like when you already show up and then after you weigh in and you go have your meal. Oh, I would gain probably like about 10 pounds, 12 pounds right after my meals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know I mean? at this point, are you still weighing in and fighting the same day or is there a day gap? No, no, there's still the same day weigh-ins. Yeah, uh, yeah. So amateurs is always at the same day weigh-ins, like early in the morning, and then you find out who you're fighting in the afternoon. So that anticipation of like, mm-hmm. you know, you weigh in, unless you like, because you start recognizing boxers that are in your weight class. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're like, all right, that food looks the same. That's that's my dude right there. You know, right. you probably fight him two or three times already. You know what I mean? But it's like it's another one. And then yeah, you go, you weigh in, then you go eat, and then you know you go relax a little bit, and then the fights are in the afternoon. And then, like, you know, same thing, everybody shows up, you know, you wrap up, you know, you got your section over there, you know, you do your, your stretching, this guy fights at this time, this one's this time. So sometimes the fights went from, like, four to, like, ten, depending how many bouts were there, mm-hmm. which is cool, you know, like, it's cool, like, going, like, like um, going to see these boxing amateur fights, they're fun, they're wild, mm-hmm. like, they're, yeah, they're intensive, yeah. So why stop? <clears throat> um, same thing, so I stopped the first time because I wanted to be a kid. I stopped the second time because I had found a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, so this time, you know, I found a girlfriend. Remember, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I found a girlfriend, and then it's like, okay, my pops was like, I would have to call my dad. Like, hey, pops, is it cool if I walk her home? You know, you want to walk her home? And yeah, yeah, all, you know, yeah. So I would go to the hill, but yeah, but you know you have to be here at 4 o'clock. So do whatever the fuck you got to do, but be here at 4 o'clock. We're leaving at 4. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, all right, okay, cool. I'll walk her to her house and then I would run home, mm-hmm. run home. You know what I mean? And it was like, mm-hmm. run home, run home, <laughs> run, forest, run. And then I would have to get home. And then from there, you know, I'm, all my boys are there. Cause I would, I would get some of my friends from, from high school, you know, remember Henry, like, you know, yeah. them, like, so some of them would like be there too. And be like, you, you know, you're a bitch cause you with your girl, this and that, like stop being a bitch. And I'm like, uh-huh. yo, stop, you hating. Mm-hmm. And then from there we would go to the gym. And it was always sparring day, sparring. Like, it was sparring Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's only, like, you would spar a lot the week if there was amateur fights coming up. To get and you I, ready? Yeah, just to get you ready, keep you ready. But if there wasn't really anything going on, then it was just, you know, sparring once a week just to make sure you still had that, you know, like, just, just so you know you still can get hit. Right. And then, yeah, so it was, 
it also got to a point to where it was like, okay, look, I kind of want to spend more time with, with my girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, you want to spend more time with her. You want to go to the movies. You want I wasn't doing just, none of that. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. it was just always same thing from four to eight. It was boxing. And then, you know, you just talk to her on the phone and that's all. That's it. Mm-hmm. So she started telling me, well, when can we go to the movies? When can we do this? And it's like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Like, I really can't. And then she's like, I don't like you boxing. And it's like, well, I'm like, oh, yeah, man. So as soon as she said that, that's it was what, yeah, over, So huh? she implants the seed. It's like, damn, like, I, I, you know, you're in high school. You think you're in love and this and that. You know, yeah. you want to be with her 24-7. Yo, hey, <laughs> I know what I'm saying. But unless it's you all find of us. someone. We all, we all. Unless mm-hmm. you find somebody that's like, no, no, you're good at it. Keep going, keep going. It's like, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. Right. But which is rare. What, 18 or yeah, 17? Exactly. Girl, like, which uh-huh. one? You know what I mean? Don't yeah. spend time. Don't pay me attention. Like, what? Right? Well, any woman. What woman is like, don't give me attention. Go do what you need to do with your <laughs> friends. Right? <laughs> and then, so that's why I was like, Angel at that time, no girlfriend. So he did it the right way. Uh-huh. So he did it the right way. Like, you know, he hit, you know he had his girls and stuff, but he didn't have girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so he kept going and going. Like, he was going, like, blah, blah, blah. He was going here and there. So he continued it. That's why he was able to turn pro. Because he had like, you know, he just had all the commitment. Mm-hmm. I was probably 60, 70% committed. Like mm-hmm. I was like, yo, if it goes, it goes. If not, you know. Oh, I can well. always go oh, hang yeah. out with my girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So when was the last fight? Oh, my last fight, I think I was 16, 17, 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, at this time, it was already like at 106, 112. Because I couldn't do no 90, 90 pounds, 95 pounds no more. And uh, let me just backtrack to my 12th fight. I remember it was it was my first loss. It was my 13th fight. I cried. Yeah. Damn. I cried because I never lost. Like I never like had felt defeat. You know what I mean? Like I never felt like damn. What the fuck? I just got my ass. I didn't get. My, I didn't really get my ass. It was that time where I was trying. I was losing that weight where I didn't make weight. So I had my body was tired. That's when my dad was like, you need to step up the weight because you can't make 85 or 90 pounds no more. Mm-hmm. That you need to step it up. Because I remember I went in there. First round, I was just a bag. He was just punching, punching. And then the second round, I'm trying to throw back. But it was like, it wasn't me. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing anything. There's like, no I'm just, power. Yeah, so. there's no effort. There's no nothing to it. I'm just like trying to survive, basically. I'm just trying to invade. Just trying to finish the round. Yeah. Alfonso Hernandez. I that's remember, the guy. That's the guy. You'll never forget. Never this forget him. I, I can't remember anybody that I beat. <laughs> this was lifting weights, and he's like, "Alfonso, fucking Alfonso, Alfonso. <laughs> fuck up. What is what is Alfonso uh, Hernandez doing now? I don't know. I I think he, he. I don't know if he made it or anything. But I kept seeing like later on, you know, like uh, he was still an amateur, and I stepped, still uh, was seeing his name pop up and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, different weight class. Okay. Uh, yeah, he went like, a little bit higher. Um, and then I remember I was like, damn, I lost. Like I had lost. And I just remember looking at my pops and I told him, I was like, I had that, I'm sorry look on my face. Like I fell type shit. Cause I didn't like, I never liked losing. I don't like, yeah. you know, disappointing my pops. Mm-hmm. Cause he would always tell me, you go in there, you knock them out. Like you go in there and beat them. Cause my, I had, I was nine TKOs, one KO and then one like decision before mm-hmm. that fight. So like okay. my fights were always like technical stoppage. The referee stops the fight, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Because it made me like it made me feel good. It's like nah, like yeah, you, they had to pull me off. This yeah, motherfucker. yeah, like just nonstop. It was mm-hmm. just boom, 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 boom. Like lay on them. You know what I mean? And yeah, so that one like it threw me off, and I was like, then I was disappointed. But my pops like, don't worry about it. We're gonna just get you back, back your weight up and everything. Like you just, you know, you have to fight at a different weight. You can't make that weight no more. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, okay, and I had a couple fights at 100 pounds, 106, 112. I think was my last one. 
at 17. But it wasn't like an actual fight. It was a, what I say, like a show because I went against a kickboxer. What? Yeah. So it was like a like a sports show where like, you know, like a, what is it called? Like a, like interdisciplinary, like they were trying to do multiple. No, it was like a, like a, it was for a bunch of rich folks. It was, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. It was for a bunch of rich like folks. The, entertainment. It was entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. What, so, what is that? The fighter? The one with the, fuck. There's this fucking movie where they get the fighters and they put them against each other. And there's just rich people sitting around everywhere, like, betting on them and shit. <laughs> so it was oh, like, shit. yeah, it was like, I remember they were serving champagne. You know, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I was oh, fancy, shit, We made you know? it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they were like, yo, um, we don't fight. We are like, at the weigh-ins. You know, it was like, it was just like, like, um, it was, like I said, it was a show where they were like, we just showed up and they're like, all right, you know, the scale's right there. There wasn't really anybody monitoring the scale or anything. Like, it wasn't like by the book. They mm-hmm. just wanted to see somebody yeah, fight. Yeah, they just wanted a, a sh- like literally a show. Yeah. They just wanted to see like people fighting, a performance. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so like, you know, I weighed in uh, 106 and then, you know, they're like, okay, we'll put you down 106. You're fighting for blah, blah, blah. At this time, Angel was already turning pro, or he was pro. He was with a different coach now, Jacob Chavez, I think, the rattlesnake. He was like a UFC fighter or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was his coach. Um, and so I was like, all right, cool. So like, he, he told us about it. So he put us on. He put me my name down. And then they, they didn't have nobody at 106 or 112 or anywhere close. They had the closest one was at 145. Mm-hmm. A kickboxer. Mm. I was like, "Well, fuck it, let's do it." Mm-hmm. I, my, yeah, like they asked me, "Do you want to do it?" My dad looks at me. I was like, "Do you want like you know? Do you want to go against them?" I looked at him. I was like, "Send him my way. Him. Send him my way." <laughs> and then we go in there. Yeah, and then it's, he he. But there's started, no kicks, right? Yeah, there oh. was no kicks, but nobody told him that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 nobody told him that uh-huh. so i mean like he tried to throw the kick because you know you know how kickboxers they lift up their knees for the defense yeah and they try to wind it up so i saw it coming i stepped back because i was like yo I was like, yo, what is it i looked at the ref and i'm like yo you're gonna tell him something and the referee told him like hey no kickbox it's all boxing boxing so i had a huge advantage over him because and then because they hold their gloves yeah pretty exactly open, like that's where what your hooks and shit mine was just open. going straight through them you know no no disrespect to kickboxers but like they're, they're they got their they're, they're their kicks, kicking yeah. style is different. Like you it's know, different. they have a different style holding their hands up and then throwing their punches mm-hmm. because they have to be able to throw their punches with the kick at the end. You know, you know to yeah, throw yeah. it with the kick. So boxers, all we're focusing on, you know, is our defense, our hands up already, and just moving and using our hands. We don't mm-hmm. worry about our legs just by just the movement. Yeah. So I had an advantage on him. I made him look like if he didn't know what he was doing yeah. or anything and then I, which was it made me feel good because i'm like this was 145 pounds and i'm 106 pounds and i'm going against him and i'm basically basically beating his ass and you know they lift up my hand and everything i won we didn't get anything not even like a i think we got like a fake little medal or something like that <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean fucking cheap ass rich people yeah, yeah. that's why they're rich they're <laughs> oh yeah but they, they they was enjoying that they was clapping for mine you know like yeah. uh they were like when i was coming down the stairs they were just shaking my hands i didn't know all these these people they were just like you know oh my god you know nice performance man because they see me i'm five three and then they see this other dude he's probably like five eight big yeah. like you know 145 or and mm-hmm. then I'm coming down, and it's like, I'm, you know, 106 coming down, you know. And then they're like, oh, man. Basically, they were saying, I thought you were to get your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that was the last one. And then I, um, I just kept training with the Angels. It was just training, training. And, then, like, mm-hmm. I remember they used to tell me, oh, we're going to get you ready for uh, to turn pro. Because you could turn pro, I think, at 16 or 17 in boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so I just kept training with them, training with them. And then I think at the time I was working at GNC as well. So I had to, you know, I, of course I was working too. And um, I was working at GNC. Then I got let go. And then I was like, yo, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. That's when I went into the basic training as soon as, you know, after high school and everything. Like, so that was the next option is yeah, going, to the military. going to the military. But you already started lifting weights by then, right? Lightweight. Right, right, So I right. remember, like, in high school, remember how we had weight training? Yeah. So that's when, like, I first picked up, like, the, the bench. That's mm-hmm. when I started, like, benching. That's right. when I was like, wow, I like, you know, I, I enjoy it. Because I've always enjoyed working out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in boxing, you don't do weights. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't do weights at all. Like, it's just literally all, because you don't want to be heavy in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so all like, plyometrics, all your body oh, weight. Because yeah. I remember I always, always try to like lift weights, you know, because they have weights in the corner and I would always try to lift weights. Like and dusty my pops, shit. Yeah, my pops was like, no, don't do that because you're going to get heavy and your arms are going to get heavy and this and that. So I was like, I, I couldn't lift them until I got to school. Then I was like, oh, nobody's here to tell me no. So I was like, all right. So I jump on the bench, I'm lifting weights. And then uh, 16, I was like, yeah, 16, 17, I was, you know, benching uh, 135. Mm-hmm. Uh, a plate and then a 10 and 10 so yeah 155 I was just you know working out I was like, oh people were like oh you're pretty strong for your for your size uh, which I was like, all right cool yeah. and then that's what I feel like started like making me not making me but that's when I enjoyed lifting weights because mm-hmm. I was like you kind of see results faster and you're not getting hit you're not getting hit you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. so you you joined the military yeah all right so okay yeah you didn't know what direction to go to at that time in your life so what made you want to go into the military like did you think did you think uh this was all right i got nothing else to do let me just do this or did you think you wanted to do some kind of career in the military um well growing up i always at the time surprisingly always wanted to be a cop i always wanted to be SWAT. You know what I mean? Something like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I want to be SWAT. Like, SWAT, like, like, yeah, movie, SWAT like, movie. Dope. You're SWAT or you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, they're badasses. You know what I mean? Like, I'll yeah. you know, probably be a detective and this and that. You know, you had, you know, you want to be that. And at the time, you know, I left GNC and my uh, Rodrigo was the one who actually told me to join the National Guard. Long story short, mm-hmm. I Switch to the reserves. You know, you know, he gets a piece of that, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying to get. They was <laughs> like, they like, like, he gives a fuck who whose <laughs> life you ruined. He just wanted to get a piece. Yeah. They, call, they called it a G rap man. They used to give you like two grands and then Ooh. a bunch of free little trinkets. <laughs> I'd be like, oh man, I want all that stuff. So, so yes, so, yeah, so, so yeah, so he told me about it and he was like, all right, you know, you, he, the benefits of it and like everything that the the military offered. And I was like, well, it sounded like fun. I was like, well, I mean, it's cool, mm-hmm. you know, I get the training. I already went through some shit yeah, already. And like, I had told him, I was like, bro, I went through it and I was fat. Like, you could definitely that's make what it I'm through. Thinking, cause at the time, you know, I didn't know nothing about the military. I just assumed, like, oh, shit, these are some badass soldiers type shit. So yeah. I was like, all right, I don't know if I could do it. I would always be like, I don't know if I could, you know, do that. I don't know nothing about the military. Mm-hmm. So he told me about it. And I remember, like, picking him up one time. And then because we were to like, go to the GNC or something because he wanted to get supplements. And I saw him and I'm like, damn, this who lost hella weight. Like, you know, he was in shape, you know, at the time mm-hmm. in high school. Um, yeah, so I didn't see you after high school. So, because he left right after. Mm-hmm. And I see him when I pick him up and I'm like, wow, this was in shape. Like, he's in good shape. You know, the military did good to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he, then he started telling me about, like, you know, the benefits and what it, the, what it can offer and all this. And I was like, all right, well, sign me up. And then, yeah, so, like, I, I wasn't with GNC no more and I didn't have anything going for me. Like, boxing was on pause again. Yeah. Angel kept going. Like, he was already, I think, already signed. 
he was actually signed already. Were you still with that girlfriend at that time? Yeah. Oh, okay. So at least, you know, you're still with Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was with still together. Yeah, we're still like, what, five <laughs> years? I think we were together for five years. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So it wasn't a total loss. Yeah. In the what did thing. you think about the training and basic training in comparison to what you had already gone through with boxing? It was cake. Okay. It was yeah, cake. it was cake. It, it was, was easy, cake. right? Yeah. Like, uh, the, the hardest I part. I during basic. <laughs> <laughs> like the hardest part for me literally i'm not bullshitting the hardest part for me was remembering the stuff as in like you know you're remembering your chain of command remembering oh, all the ranks yeah the ranks and all that, yeah, all that. that mm. was the only hardest part for me waking up in the morning exercising i was like come on y'all this is easy. tripping on Bro, you see like other people crying yeah. so you're like why are you crying <laughs> like, y'all, y'all can't y'all can't do 100 push-ups like what like, you can't do, you can't do 100 push-ups what? <laughs> oh, like, you scared you, you're not full with this meal like uh-huh. this is some good i was like the food to me was good yeah the food yeah. was good to the me. food was good the training i enjoyed it like mm-hmm. I enjoy I the training. Person. Like I yeah. enjoy like the the mountain climbing. You know the rucksacks, like the miles that you had to mm-hmm. walk. I enjoyed it. Like I enjoy pushing like my body. I was like, oh, I I got. I think after AIT was like the best physical fitness I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Like right after, you know what I mean. Even like before boxing. So I don't know if boxing really helped with that, but it. it I think was, it, yeah, it transferred over a little oh, bit. Yeah. But I think you enjoyed it also because it was just so different. Yeah, from it was everything exactly. that you're. I wasn't getting to. hit. Like, and you work, yeah. And the, and yeah, the moral <laughs> and of the story is I'm not getting hit, hit anymore. The physicalness, I hate it. But I did. I think that the fact that you're doing it while you're on like this adventure makes it easier. Yeah. Because exactly. you're like, I'm having fun. I'm on this adventure. I'm meeting people, doing some shit that other people aren't going to do. New stuff that you're doing, like you're learning it. And then um, it was just all more um, basically pushing your body to do new stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, this is dope. Like yeah. all the new training. But um. So you 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 were a PT stud right off the bat, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you were just killing it, a hundred percent. Like I was, I wasn't doing it on purpose or anything. I was just doing it because I thought that's what they wanted to do. So I was always like, just exceed. Like my dad always ex- like told us, if you're gonna do something, you better do it all the way, a hundred percent. Don't mm-hmm. half-ass it. Don't bullshit. Like don't don't. Don't uh yeah don't half ass it. Yeah, it took me a while to learn that, but yeah, my dad used to say the same shit. Yeah, like yeah, hundred percent. I kind of blocked saying. it out for a long time. No, that's why I couldn't block <laughs> it out because in boxing you can't block it out. Like it's either you're gonna be good, or you're gonna get your ass kicked. So up recently, a couple years ago, you did was it Muay Thai? Or, no, BJJ, right? Oh uh, yeah, Jiu Jitsu. So my question, I was thinking about this earlier, was because there's fighters that start MMA at, in their thirties and mm-hmm. they become champions of. MMA and UFC and stuff like that. What you've done karate, you've done boxing, you've put yourself through the basic training, which is, in my opinion, another form of like fighting or martial arts type of training, defensive training. Another way of thinking about how Mm -hmm. you're kind of like analyzing fights and stuff like that. You've done the BJJ. Why not try to get into the MMA? You're still in great shape. You're still honestly move. It's the I'm not even gonna lie. The diet. Oh, it's okay. the diet. That's the, the diet, whole it thing. Kills huh? me. It yeah. just kills me because it's like just yeah. like how we were talking about earlier, how like some boxers like they stop training and they blow up. So why that, don't you uh, stay within five to ten weight pounds? Because of look your... at my size. Uh, yeah, see, like right now, I walk around one fifty four. A one fifty four is like what? What's Canelo? What's like you know? What I'm no, saying? yeah, they're like, five ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. See, mm-hmm. so like, come on. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to get in there. I would. I'm not scared to get Max in. Max Holloway's at one fifty five, I think, and he's a five ten. Yeah, he's see, five, there you go. See, yeah. they're 5'10", I'm 5'3". <laughs> so, yeah, so... so It's always the weight, yeah. Like So, if so I, you would probably have to cut down... To 125 or 130. Or something like that. So which I, I know like I can. I know I could walk... Because I was walking around, like, before I started, like... like um, try, I was I was aiming, like... Before quarantine, I was aiming for 165. 
And then uh, quarantine happened. It dropped me down to like 150, but dirty. Like I was just, no, I mean, I wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, now nah, once the gyms open up again, I dropped down to 142. So that was, I was like, oh, I know I could drop down to 130 easily, like on my place, you know, like a nice yeah. and slow. But I would also have to leave, like stop doing weights, like completely. Like mm-hmm. you, would, you can't really push the weight that I was pushing and be a, a fighter, right. as I would say, you know, because right, I mean? right. there's two different. You can lift weights; it just has to be like lighter, super lightweight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because that went into like um, I got training on how to lift weights as a boxer due to my brother. Uh, he had a he had his own uh, weightlifter, like a weight a strength strength coach. Mm-hmm. So he had his uh, coach, he had a strength coach, and then he had like a, like somebody that would like adjust them and everything. So I enjoyed like going on the days where he lifted because it was like, all right, cool, we're gonna go run, and after running, we go to the gym and we work out. And I was like, this is my area. Like, this is my, like, you know, this is where I enjoy, you know, working out with, like, pushing the weights and, you know, doing the the light work. Even though it was light work, you know, it was still intensive stuff. Like, my first time working out with him, I had to go throw up. Mm. That's the first time I ever had to throw up. Like, I never threw up before any, like, people could put me through, like, you never threw training. up in basic training? No, no. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, people could put me through, like, intense training. Just to barf after every single run. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you were in deconditioned, though. <laughs> My man over here was running up. Oh, I was running with Alpha Team. Oh, I was in the head. I can I already right picture behind. him. Dude. I can already picture him. Like, I, mean, I was behind. Like, you know, yeah, the, you were the, that the, nigga that used to hate in basic training. That was having wait, fun while doing all the stupid shit. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, we would have come back from our Alpha Team run, and then we would yeah. look at it. You know, C group is in the back. Bro, like, yeah, <laughs> Charlie. And then we'd have to go pick up Charlie Team. Mm. And then we were probably in Charlie. Were you in Bravo or Charlie Team? Like, I was usually at the end of Bravo or at the beginning of Charlie. Oh, okay, there you go. So I would like go pick, we'll pick them up, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. I remember, um, uh, was it uh, our sergeant would always be like, "Yo, do you guys want to go pick up these Charlies?" And I was like, "Let's go, let's do it." <laughs> and then we'll come behind them, you know, we'll motivate. I never really like did it to like you know, like uh, to show off or anything. It was just yeah. not like I said. I was telling her, like you have to, like you just had to do it just to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you go, like my dad said, you're gonna do it, do it 100. percent Absolutely. And uh, but no, that's why like um, I gave it 100. My 100 was just different from your (laughs) 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 but uh but so how long were you in the military for um well i did what five 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 and a half years i had no i had three months left to do complete my six months i mean my six years uh and uh you just wanted to get out just because you were tired of it or you Uh, wanted to pursue something else or weed every day come on yeah Uh, we were in the military yeah Yeah, Yeah, you gotta get out Uh, yeah i had to get out yeah i had to get out so you, uh, so you got out. Yeah. So you got out. You, you, uh, for uh, whatever. They gotta change reason. that shit. They, they got, change it. Yeah. They gotta change yeah. it. The UFC yeah, allows weed now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, no, yeah. So I got out of the military. Would I sign up again? <clears throat> um, I don't know. Unless mm-hmm. they needed like soldiers and everything to deploy, they yeah. I don't need. Yeah. They don't need. They got plenty. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like if they were doing a drought, yeah, I'll sign up. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed wearing the uniform doing the training you know just being around the people like the people themselves you know they were cool and everything that's but always like, the best part yeah yeah it's just being with your the boys. camaraderie exactly mm-hmm. exactly so i mean you got out then so what was the game plan right after that since you were it was like boxing with the next thing or like you're gonna go back into it or so, what was the, the the whole game plan afterwards so like um so after i came back from like ait and training like from, from basic and ait my brother was still doing it. Like he was still doing his thing. He had probably, I think, uh, I think he had two or three fights at the time, like already pro fights. Like he went pro. I never got the chance to go pro. Mm-hmm. He went pro. So 
I was like, well, let me jump on, you know, jump on board, you know, like Angel would always be, oh, this is my brother, he's in the military, blah, blah. So like, you know, the people would be, oh yeah, tell him to come train. So going and training with them, and you know, it was still, it was still like, like routine. It was just natural. I got right back into mm-hmm. it, you know. And then I told my dad, like, well, I kind of want to go pro. Like, maybe, you know, let's give it a shot. So at this time, it was just literally me and my pops, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Me and my pops, and then um, Angel, like, you know, all three of us together, we were at the gym. At the time, remember Gold's Gym? They were, yeah. They, so they had um, the one on Sand Hill and Flamingo, that one, you know. Had like the boxing gym. Yeah, it had the boxing gym there. So like my pops, he was cool with the owner, like that owned that boxing gym right there. So he was like, yo, you guys are more than welcome to come in and work out. You know, I won't charge you like, you know, full price or anything. Just, you know, pay what you can. And then, you know, we just started um, training there. We would spar like all these dudes, you know, go to different gyms and spar like their dudes there. Johnny Tacos has a bunch of fighters over there. If you want to like, if you want to brawl, go to Johnny Tacos. Um, Yeah, so we just kept training, but still the disappointment of nobody in our weight class at 106 there's not that many people mm-hmm. do you have to go to japan or it's mexico super flyweight uh mini mosca yes yeah, uh yeah super super yeah super flyweight huh yeah like you you only see like the japanese fighters and the little mexican fighters at 106 yeah. you know what i mean you hardly see anybody like really walking around at 106 pounds it's a crazy weight for a grown-ass man exactly mm-hmm. no yeah now at the time you're 18 19 you know at at 106 pounds, it's yeah. like, what the hell? Like, I was walking around 120 and then um, dropping down to 112 to 16. And then my brother, mm-hmm. he, like, he was uh, he was fighting at 112. I was always a little bit heavier than him just because I feel since I started lifting weights, I had, like, a broader, uh, bigger build in him. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was probably, like, six pounds heavier because then it goes from 106 to 112 to 122. So I was at 122 trying to fight at 112. He was at 112 trying to fight at 106. Mm-hmm. So we were little dudes. And like I said, like you kept, you know, signing up for fights, you know, pro debut canceled, signing up for more fights, pro debut, you train those three months mm-hmm. a week before canceled. Why? They just don't want to, they just don't want to take the contract. Huh? Yeah. So like, there's always, they have to build a contract first and then, you know, the fight is set. So like, you know, I could be told, oh, okay, there's fights, professional fights starting, you know, on this day right here. Do you guys want in? Okay. Yeah. So we start signing. You don't build a contract until like the other person signs and agrees and then mm-hmm. I sign and agree. I remember signing and agreeing contracts and then waiting for the other person. They didn't want to do it. Like they just wouldn't make the wait or like they just weren't prepared for it or whatever reason. Uh-huh. There wouldn't be fights. So, and since there's already so little of you at oh, that it's weight. really hard. Yeah, it's really it's hard. Fucking, damn, that sucks. So it's really hard. And like they always would tell them. They always would tell us like. They would always tell my dad, like, hey, do you guys want to go to Mexico? You know, we got fighters in Tijuana. We got fighters in Juarez. We got fighters here, and, you know, that would want to fight. But we don't have any money like that to just get up and go and fight. And then as a potential fight, you know what I mean? It's not even like a guaranteed fight. It's just like, let's go over there. So, of course, you know, at that time, it's like, okay, I'm not seeing results. I'm just literally how we were saying, like, you get, you, you train all of this amount. And then there's no reward at the end. So you start like, you know, like falling back and falling back. And then at this time I was like, look, I, I don't want to fall back again, but it's like, I need to work or do something else. Yeah. And then all that, all that, all that, um, that, that gym stuff in the gym, like going there, the same thing, going in there in the gym for four to five hours is working out and nonstop every day. It's, it gets, it gets to you again. So it's like, you don't see, or you don't have hope for the actual fights. You just let it go. 
Yeah, it's like, and then, and then you don't even look the way that you want to look because yeah. you want to have like yeah, because nice you want to be like a like a build because I had already had like a taste of like that that bigger build. I was at uh, one thirty five and I dropped down because uh, I, I was I can't be fighting at one thirty five, so I had to drop naturally to one twenty one twenty two. So I was already a little bit bigger for my size. So I was like, dang, I know I could look good at 135, 140 walking around with, so you, you know, weights. So you think it was doable oh, at, yeah. at that weight? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, no, it's 100% doable. doable. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like after going up and down so much, it's just like, man. You just kind of burnt out. Yeah, 100%. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm tired. That's why like right now to this day, I hate diets. Like I just hate diets. Mm-hmm. Well, then I guess you got to find somebody who you could train because you have a good mix of like what you could teach people as far as mixing boxing with weights and That's what, no, getting the best out of both worlds. Yeah, like I love, like I love, I love training people in general. Like I remember in, in high school, like just uh, working out with like people that didn't know anything, like they were too shy to pick up a weight or whatever. Like they were mm-hmm. just like intimidated by the weight. I would always be like, remember Paul? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like he, big dude, 250 pounder dude, probably mm-hmm. was six feet. It's got to be six two. Six two jumps on the bench and then he you know he's he, he's having issues lifting it up and i'm guiding them and i'm showing them boom 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 and then i put on a 45 on each side and i'm lifting it like nothing and he's like how the hell are you doing this shit and you're 120 130 pounds mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't know it's just it comes naturally and then so i enjoy showing him how to work out same thing with i enjoy showing people the one how to throw a one two how to throw a punch properly you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like just um i i get like uh a good feeling knowing that this dude knows at least how to throw hands if he ever get caught in the streets. At least he does yeah. it. You know, I feel bad for those that don't know how to defend themselves. You know what I mean? At least, or have that confidence to defend themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? That's True. what my pops always wanted. Just to have confidence to be able to defend yourself so you don't get, you know, your ass robbed. Whooped? Yeah, robbed or get your ass whooped in the streets for yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's one thing to get your ass beat and, you know, you threw down with the person and mm-hmm. they just beat you. like. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to throw down or get into it with somebody and you just couldn't do anything. So you just got your ass fucking yeah. whooped. Yeah. Like, that's uh, it's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing, but I mean, at least you can, you can walk out. You can walk out with your head up. Yeah. Right. Like when, you've, when you know which, a little bit and you're like, you know what? I got my couple hits in. Like, yeah. Fuck it. I know he's going to be feeling some of it yeah. in the morning. Um, so, okay. So all that shit was going on and then you just, okay, it was time for you to go. Yeah. Yeah. Was it hard? Oh, yeah. Was it difficult to to kind of just let go of the dream? Yeah, that's it. Like, you had to, yeah, that's exactly it. Like, you just let go of the dream. And Uh then it's like, I feel, to this day, I'm like, I should have just could have and would have just gone a little bit more. Or if I had just like, I don't know, just a different door opened up, I would have been able to possibly do something because like there was just a different way to do all this shit with no diet oh yeah (laughs) women just didn't need that much attention or even like (laughs) were you still with your girl at that time okay well there you go that's all that counts or even like um (laughs) not even the diet i would sacrifice i would be like okay we got Uh a contract all right i'll do the diet you know what i mean like i'll do the diet hell yeah or like like a twenty thousand dollar whatever you know just if you gonna pay me fifteen hundred to get in the ring i'm gonna get in there yeah, yeah, and that's what they like when you start off you get like you know 1200 1500 that's when you, then later on like more fights you got the more you get paid so how do you so how do you feel about you know these professional athletes these boxers mma fighters uh signing these big deals and then they come in and they miss weight does that aggravate, aggravate the shit out of you um or you kind of have sympathy oh, I know, for them I know, yeah, because I know exactly. of what they go through i know exactly what they're going through so it's like for instance um one of my favorite ones right now was uh the tank you know, oh, yeah. Javante, Javante, yeah. Javante, oh, yeah. so you know how he missed weight 
mm-hmm. and then he you know he had his title stripped mm-hmm. i know he feels some type of way as in like he's like yo fuck like they just took my title mm-hmm. but he like it's like sometimes you got to tell your body that you can't it, your body just can't do it even if it's like by 0.5 you know it's what crazy, i mean it's man. Is he gonna fight ryan garcia man he's gonna destroy Man, all Who? he has to do is avoid that stupid ass left uh, uppercut and no, hook that Tank is just a, Davis. He's an animal. Yeah, with his left, that's no. how he drops everybody. He waits I, for it and he throws it over and over again. But what does Ryan Garcia got? He's got that I little mean, speed. Yeah, I'm hoping that he'll be able to avoid that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Ryan Garcia, he's cool. He's a great fighter and everything, but he's not definitely. He's I not wouldn't. Ready? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say throw him in there yet. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If he, he has he a smart. If he has a smart coach and not just trying to make it about business, because that's what boxing to me right now is. It's, 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 business. Business. it's all about business, promoting, you know how, you know, right. they want the exposure and this and that. Mm-hmm. Boxing back in the day was actually boxing. Like when it was like, I remember those fights, uh, Eric Morales and uh, Barrera. Mm-hmm. Those were like my favorite fighters. Seeing them go in there and there was a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Two uh, Mexican fighters going in there and just wanting to do what they what they were born to do right it's just like and then like nowadays you have the show well see that's where i think that what they saw in your brother was your brother could would be would have been able to put on the show mm-hmm. they like talking the talking oh, shit the, the angel the, had a, all like, of he that. had good like he he could because he could also back it up like he right, was able right. to back it up you know what i mean like he like he was I wouldn't say cocky, but he was really confident in himself. But yeah. those are like the most successful and most memorable yeah. ones, right? Yes. Like, as much as I don't like those cocky ass fighters, there's something about like well, I mean, they that's, put that's, on a show before the fight, during mm-hmm. the fight, after the fight. But that's how they get you in, right? right. It's whether you love them or you hate them. And you want to watch. You want, you want to yeah. watch. Yeah. You want to uh, uh, see the guy get, get his ass yeah, yeah. You want to see the yeah, like Mayweather, Mayweather. right? Yeah, like I, I only watched th- his fights to watch it to hopefully watch him lose. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it but it but it worked though. Oh, 100%. You know? And that's 100%. why I, and that's why I'm like and and uh it makes this, sense. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense, but I mean that's like the same thing with like professional wrestling, right? It's the same shit. You it's take a, a character, yeah. you put on the show, they talk you into into buying a ticket they and then it that's up. it. And hype it up and then that's it. Eve or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean all the greats, you know, you got your Muhammad Ali's, you got uh uh, yeah. I mean, Mayweather Mike Tyson was a shit talker too, right? Mike Tyson was a. He, I don't even know. He wasn't he was a shit just, talker. He was a defensive talker. Like, oh, he okay. was like, I remember he coming out, like, I'll eat your children, I'll bite your heart out. You know, he, yeah. was, like, he was just, he was defensive on himself. And like, not just was, that, but his fucking fights were exciting. Though, he's too. my top best, one of my favorite fighters right there. Him, it was just exciting to watch. It was just, and I, I looked up to his fighting <clears> style. Like, that's why, like, my pops were always like, yo, find a boxer that you want to fight like. Tyson, him. and then your dad's like, like, "Wait, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> slow your roll, there, bro." Who do you want to fight? Tyson. That guy weighs hundred pounds more than you. <laughs> but like, you know, I tell I tell you about the like the movement. Yeah. I get it from him because like I enjoy the way he fights. And then on top of that, like he's short for his weight class. Like he's like he, five nine. I don't know how tall. Five exactly eight, is. five nine, maybe. I think, yeah, I think he's a little. I think he's about five seven. But really? I would have to look it up. Let me. See. I'm five seven. No, he has to be taller than me. No, no, but he's a big so. boy. Though. Yeah, he's a big so. dude. He's a big dude. And dude, but I don't think he's. I don't like, think he's five seven. You though. see these like the people he's fighting. shorter than five seven. No, he can't I would be. say five seven or five six. I say five nine. I say five nine, five ten. My actual. Oh, you're right, dude. Five ten. Yeah, oh, it has to be. Oh, damn, it has to be. Because he looks a lot shorter in. Yeah, but he's in the heavyweight division though. Yeah, he's going against six two, six two, six three, six. Yeah, big dudes. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know he. But he was like fifty-eight what, two, fights. He only had six losses. Mm-hmm. But he was like what two twenty, two thirty, tallin, right? What was his weight class? 
Had to be. Yeah, he was a big boy, man. Because when he went against Roy Jones Jr., I was like, wow, what, those so are two what, of my what, favorite ones. What, what did you think about that fight? It was a show. Yeah. Um, Were you Ty- entertained? Tyson, no, yeah. You look good, huh? Yeah, like, Tyson, Tyson could have, you know, ripped him. You think, but he, I had, know, so you I think know, he held back? Yeah, I know he held back because he was like, yo, this is, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. not for, you know. Um, there, what's the other guy that he's talk, they're talking about fighting? Mosley? Sure, Shane Mosley. Yeah, is that who it is? That was like showing that video. Oh yeah, yeah. He did what you were just talking about earlier, <clears throat> where he like beat the shit out of this dude that was like wearing the pads. Yeah. And everybody in the video is like, dude, why are you beating on this guy? <laughs> like, obviously he's not a boxer. Yeah. Mm. But uh, uh this, so this time he fought at two twenty, which they said is lighter than he was when he won his first championship. Yeah, man. Oh damn. So he was big boy, dude. Yeah. I was, remember watching those fights. He was a solid, solid dude, man. Like when he would come out in with his little black shorts, I was like, "Yes, it's a wrap." That's like, a wrap. Came out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that when I first started lifting weights, I was like, "I don't." And people talk about fighting and stuff like that. I was like, "I don't want." Now I'm into the starting to get into the fighting thing, but uh, I was always like, "I want. I just want to look like I could beat people up. I don't want to actually be able to yeah, beat people." Yeah, that was up. my okay. thing too. It's <laughs> yeah. like I want to. I want to intimidate people that they wanted. If they, they won't fuck with me, okay, they, so they like, wouldn't fuck with me. Yeah. and there's been people. I don't know. I don't even know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but people will come up to me. It's like, "Hey, are you a fighter?" Because yeah. you look like you look like a fighter. Like you look like you could take care of yourself. Yeah. And I'm over here thinking, I'm like. Well, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment <laughs> or not because fighters get hit a lot in the face, right? Like, so my am, face I, am I fucking up? ugly or what's wrong with my nose? Am I right? But uh, you're like, oh, you look like you could take care of yourself. But I'm like, he was just hitting on you. Is that what it yeah. is? Just, those guys are just hitting you just on you. Roll, they, they just want to roll with you. Like, oh, you just roll one time. Want to get in our boxers and roll right here? <laughs> so, uh, so um, uh, you got out of the military. Um, and what? so what was next right after that then? So what, what was the game plan right after that? After the military. It was the attempt to go pro. But so, yeah. so the pro thing didn't work it out. It didn't work out. Gave it up. And um, so what was next after Weight that? Weightlifting. Just, just wanted to, yeah. I just started. That's when I really started, like opening the books, uh, reading, and like just lifting, mm-hmm. just lifting, taking more supplements, um, like actually taking protein. Because at the time, like in boxing, you don't you don't do protein. any of that. Yeah, stuff. you don't take BCAs. Mm-hmm. You don't take nothing. You don't take mm-hmm. pre workout. Mm-hmm. You don't take pre workout. Now I'm I'm addicted to pre workout. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it's a problem. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, like that's when I really started like buying the products and then um, actually starting like to to actually look into like lifting weights, you know, I remember like jumping up to one, I think it was like 20 or I was 20 or yeah, I think I was 20 and I was at 160. So now again, I jumped all the way back up, but I did it clean. Like I wasn't like yeah. fat. It was all solid. Yeah, it was solid. And motherfucker was like, Jesus Christ, did you get locked up? <laughs> like what happened to you? Like, uh, and then I enjoy that though. I enjoy the company because yeah. that's the look I wanted. Just like how you're saying, like that's the look I want. I wanted to look like I was fresh out. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I mean, and then you already know in the back of your mind that as far as defending yourself, you oh, got yeah. that. It's down. there. Yeah. Like now, like you just want to look. It's there. I just want now. I just needed to look because, like, yeah. It, and then I, I felt some type of way because, like, people would look at you and, like, as a boxer, you like underneath them, you know, when they're in the regular clothes, they don't look intimidating. Right. You yeah. know, they look like you know, the dude could use a protein shake type shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But behind those hands, you know, he he can do damage. They become mm-hmm. lethal weapons. Yeah. And um, so I was like, now nah, I need to bulk up, especially for my size, being 5'3", you know, I weighing 130 pounds. I was really not intimidating. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, nobody's going to take me serious or anything. So, but I, even though I knew. You're a sleeper. Yeah, like I could be like, what? Like I had hands, 
but it's like I just needed to put some size to it. And yeah. then, um, yeah, it's a big difference working out with weight training and boxing. Huge mm-hmm. difference. So uh, you started uh, weight training and you fell in love with it. Yeah. So it sounds like it's to the point where you want to start training uh, people, huh? Yeah. But you would do a fusion of like boxing style with the, the cardio oh, from include, the body. Oh yeah, because uh, uh, I love like just the uh, just the fact of uh, the boxing training, as in like you going out and doing the cardio, you doing um, uh, light work, and also just the, the defense. Yeah. That's what I would love to like teach other people, just just so they could defend themselves. And on top of that, you know, mix in some weightlifting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Put some extra little like if you people want to boxing is really good for those that want to lose weight. Like, you could get in shape within three months. You could lose 30 pounds, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Not even on a strict diet or anything. It's just showing up. Like, yeah. you show up and you're in the gym. By the end of the night, your shirt is soaking wet. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, you know how, you know, you do yeah, more yeah. Like, you know how intense it gets in there. Like, it just nonstop because your heart rate is continually, bum, bum, bum. It's just beating mm-hmm. versus weightlifting. You know, you do pick up your heart rate, but then you slow it down because you take breaks. You know right. what I mean? And boxing is like, all right, bags, you got drills, you got mitts, you got sparring, you got jump roping, you got cardio, you got all this stuff for within three, three hours. Yeah. You could do. You I got, mean, even if you're not training for to be a oh, yeah. fighter, you're doing an hour to two hours easy. Yeah. When yeah. you're just training for it. So that's where the love and passion is that's, going towards yeah. to now is yeah. starting uh, uh, just to train be able people. To, just be able to, to like expand it and show people like, look, like it doesn't matter what size you are, how old you are. You know, mm-hmm. if you never went into the boxing gym, if you don't have that confidence, you know, it's just let me let you know, it's just let me allow you to show you how to th- throw, uh, keep your hands up and throw a solid punch, basically. Yeah. So like, you know, if you do run into a situation where you do have to defend yourself, you know, I seen like, I feel bad because I seen people like not knowing how to even swing at people or like they'll swing at people and they land and they don't land correctly. And like, you know, it's like, wow, if you could have had the proper pivot or the proper training, you could have, you could have done damage. You could have slept them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, you know, especially nowadays, like people are always out there looking for a fight and it's like, which uh-huh. it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? And it's like, at least to have that, just that defense, that's it. Not even, I'm not even trying to show you offense. I just want to show you defense, how to defend yourself if you're with your family or by yourself. Right. I mean, and I think uh, most of the people that are out there trying to fight people are usually full of shit. They don't actually know anything. Yeah. So I think just know, like, you got a three, four punch combo that you're really good at. You probably don't need, you know, you don't need to be a professional fighter exactly. no, yeah. to defend yourself. You don't. You don't need to be a year into boxing or anything. You just need to know exactly how to properly stand and be able to land those punches. And that's right. it. At a and corner. Even that stance, I think that people... It makes a huge You're on difference. the street and, you know, you don't know what you're doing. You're you're just some guy that's being a douche. And then you see somebody take the stance and you're like, oh, like, shit. Oh, shit. What did I get oh, myself God, into? Right? <laughs> like, oh, damn. like, for instance, remember, like, um, <laughs> when you first start, when I first started showing you yeah. You autom- people automatically assume they lead with the right hand because they're right-handed. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't know that that right hand should be like your your forward foot should be your left foot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you lead with your left hand, the jab. You know right. what I mean? And then they assume like, no, well, my right hand is strong. It's like, I know, I know, but save that hand, you know, save it back there. And then, you know, I'm going to show you how to throw that one times two with the proper power that you that you mm-hmm. know that, that comes with it right so the same thing like when you know with with bodybuilding or strength training or any other kind of training it's a lot about form and technique. oh yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah exactly it's a lot exactly. about form and technique mm-hmm. um but yeah because i mean i've seen you you know train or give uh, uh, rodrigo a few lessons and then it was to me just sitting back and looking back at it i'm just like it looks 
super fucking complicated. And I started to get, understand what my clients would tell me, you know, about, oh, there's so much shit to remember, you know, ah, yeah. uh, when they're doing, you know, a, a basic deadlift. Oh, you know, yeah, to yeah. us, for it, it comes it very natural. natural. Yeah, natural. Very natural for them. I got, I'm teaching them this, this, remember this, remember this, remember to breathe while you're doing all these things too. So, I mean, I get it and I understand it though. True. I mean, the best comparison, because I mean, Muay Thai has been a month for me now and I, to, I think I told you I hired a trainer yeah. to do one-on-ones with me. <clears throat> the best comparison that I can make, it's like learning a language. You got to learn each what each letter is, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which each punch, your one, your one, two, your one, two, three, your, right? And then eventually you're going to put those letters together and to create a, a word. Yeah. And then you, you got, got a combination, combo. a sentence. Yeah. Is that what he taught you to do? That, that's how I, that's uh, dope. Yeah. No, well, you know, I learned Portuguese this last yeah. year. So like it, it kind of just like, how is that? Portuguese? Yeah. I'm actually fluent. I'm you're at fluent like a college level. Oh, wow. you're, you're considered fluent in yeah. Portuguese. I'm at, now I'm starting to study like the words that people learn in college over there. Nice. Mm, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> but it's very similar. It's very so you're putting it together and then you're creating uh, the sentence, a paragraph, and uh-huh. eventually you have the ability to put your whole fucking yeah. page together. Yeah, see like there's two different ways that I would go like about training people. Like for instance, if somebody wanted to learn boxing, like they wanted to learn boxing, I would train them a certain mm-hmm. way. Like just like how you said, with literally number one, number two, how to how to step, how to like just go forward, how to just move in the ring, not even throw punches, how to yeah. move basically how to crawl. Uh, but if somebody just wants the boxing for the cardio, then you do a different uh, t- style of training. It's not so detailed. It's, it's not, not so, so like, like I'm picky on like, no, you better put your hands here and then bring it back this way. Or you, you know, you do this this way. You know what I mean? It's more like, okay, let's, you know, one, two, one, two, one, two. Let's get your heart you know, going. Let's just get, yeah, exactly. You yeah. get the heart rate going. I put you on here and then I put you on here and I put you on here. And then that's, you know, that's what some, certain people, they just want the cardio in it. Right. That's why like you see like all those like, um, the group training, you know, with the girl, no offense or anything, but like with the girls are in the yeah. gym and they're just like swinging and like it's boxing class, you know, boxing class is at 530. I'm like, it's boxing. It's like but striking. It's class. Exactly. It's so like- it's just, you know, swing because you want to build, you're, they're building that heart rate. They now they know like boxing is a really good cardio and weight loss, you know, thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if people that want to know how to defend themselves in boxing, because you have, you know, Karen that goes to boxing at 5.30. Oh, Karen. Yeah. And then she's at the grocery store. <laughs> that name. Oh, Everybody does that poor name. That's like, yeah, that's the name to go to. And now. then she feels like she knows because she has boxing class with, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's then, a different situation. Yeah. Though, when you versus get into, when you uh, actually know in the, the moment of when know, to strike and how to strike. That, yeah. yeah. Homegirl is just going to throw bomb, 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 bomb. And then the other one's going to be like, nah, I'm a move to the side one punch just one punch yeah that's what i'm saying like there's two different i enjoy really showing the people like you know how to like properly footwork because i because my pop like he didn't know he didn't know nothing mm-hmm. like he he barely spoke uh, english so like him being in the gym for so long you know seeing the coaches how they were training like you know seeing all these trainers and these pro fighters and how they train them he was like you have to start from the beginning He was like you got to start how to like he would put a line on the floor and then I'm like, okay, you staying here for 45 minutes, just forward, just step forward, step forward mm-hmm. until you get that down. And then after that, we're going to learn the, the the jab. And then after that, we're going to pivot the right. And he would have the, like the dudes one-on-one. Like he trained like a lot of people. He would have them like just um, doing the pivots for like an hour. Like it's crazy that he work. learned that to teach you guys. And then people have asked him to train oh, them, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah like, that's um, insane, man. One of, um, one of my, one of my boys, um, Albert, he went pro 
Like this dude, same story. Like this dude was probably 220, like 200 pounds. This dude would come in and like he would like, uh, my pops would be like, okay, you're going to run with this little dude. And my little brother at the time, he was eight years old. And he would be like, okay, you come in and you train him. If he does four miles, you do four miles. And then they'll be like, this little eight-year-old is going to do four miles. And my little, you know, Junior, like he would be like, no, yeah, like come running with me. And then he though Junior would book it on him, and then like he the twenty like this dude was uh probably like yeah eighteen nineteen. My little brother was nine years old at the time, mm. so he'll be like, how the hell is this little nine year old beating me on and running? Because Junior's his thing was running, like he yeah. he could run. My little nine year old, ten year old brother at the time, he could mm-hmm. just run. And then this dude like um he went from two hundred pounds to one hundred and fifty to one hundred and thirty pounds. Like he's pro, he's a pro fighter right now, Albert. Um, like hitting the same thing from 200 pounds to three to 130. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, abs and everything ripped. And I'm like, when I first saw him, he was a heavy dude, like a heavy dude. And then now he's like, he's all about fitness. Dude, he's I, super I fucking mean, slim. steady state cardio is not good for like, in, like, well, it's, it will help your heart a little bit. But as far as like the muscle tone and everything, not so much. But as far as for burning fat, as much as people want to talk shit about steady state cardio, it's pretty effective. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. effective. It's, you just fucking run. You just run pretty much. 100 percent. Yeah, <laughs> as basic as it sounds, because we, we always get questions as personal trainers, and then they're always asking, "What's that magic pill? What's that secret formula?" And you're like, run. "There's, there's fucking run none." Like your ancestors. You did. can go ahead and run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I remember running like. On the regular, it was anywhere from like my possibility. Okay, today's a light work. Do five miles. Oh hell no! Light work. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the opportunity to do four miles. Four miles was like the like the begin, like not even the beginner, but like the okay, you're just running, like you're just gonna run. You do four miles. I didn't get that opportunity. I was like, all right, five miles. You training six miles. Mm-hmm. You're training for ringside championship eight miles. That's crazy. Eight yo. miles. I remember going to Sunset Park. Like I would. That was the spot. Sunset Park. Just boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Like, and then we ran into a bunch of like um, a bunch of like pro fighters there too. Like they'll be, but they would be there at four in the morning. We get there at six. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, we they're ain't done with their workouts. Yeah, they're done with their workouts at four in the morning. To yeah, they're done with their workouts. See, that's why he has crunchy knees, dude. <laughs> All that fucking running, you know. Fucking Sunset Park. Sunset Park. <laughs> Sunset Park. Yeah, Sunset yeah. Park was the spot. Like I was there when the when like the before like they have all that <clears throat> that stuff that they built in the back. It was all dirt. It was all sand. And I remember just seeing there. It was mm-hmm. seeing a bunch of boxers there too. Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson. I saw him one time running there. Damn. Yeah, yeah Mike Tyson would go there all the time. That's mm-hmm. insane. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Then you start to hear the list of people that live in Vegas. I'm like, dude. There's so many famous people that live there's here. There's a lot of famous people that live there's here. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, boxers, fighters, of former fighters. athletes, dude. There's former tons athletes. of former. There's, athletes. Re- there's a bunch of wrestlers that live here too. Mm-hmm. Um, and now with you know with the Raiders here, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you got you got a bunch of athletes coming around here. But dog, that's fucking awesome, and it's and it shows in your that in your voice. You just talking uh, uh, throughout this whole entire time that you have passion. For for the sport, fitness. Yeah. I say for and fitness then for your yeah. fitness in general, and you know, to much so that you know you're gonna start training, you're gonna start coaching, you're you know you're gonna be part of you know the Iron Stands team. Yeah. So uh, I'm happy to 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 be a part of this and to help you out to grow 
your your training, your your business. So that's what we're gonna do too. So that's one of the main reasons why we had him here is to introduce you two guys to to who he is. So uh, we're gonna be putting out content. We're gonna be putting out stuff so you know he can get his name out there. You can train uh, with uh, with Sammy uh, to be able to. Uh, trained defensively. Yeah, right. Iron stands boxing. That's exactly. right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, I'm super fucking pumped and I'm like super excited. And um, uh, how can uh, anybody reach you out? What's uh, your socials or anything? Oh, yeah, my Instagram. Just whenever. Just send me a, what a is message. It? What is it? Uh, what is it? Sammy. It's literally just my first and last name. Sammy Magdaleno. So yeah, easy okay. yeah easy Perfect. there you go and if anybody wants to hit him up you know hit us up right there yeah. on uh, on iron stance uh shoot us a dm or uh, any of that stuff and then we'll, we'll we'll give it to sammy so he can go out and, and start doing this thing but man dude we've been talking for an hour and 43 minutes i oh, told nice. you that we were gonna go for a while <laughs> <laughs> but dude it was it, it went by super quick and and it was awesome for you to come on man uh, i appreciate it i appreciate you guys having me yeah, yeah. absolutely rodrigo yeah. what's your socials rig091 there you go and and um if you want to follow us check us out on all the socials iron stands fitness on twitter instagram facebook tiktok i'm not dancing there yet <laughs> baby steps um, we're gonna be doing boxing videos on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like a dance right yeah oh yeah, yeah what's yeah, that guy's could. name what's that guy's name uh uh Milianchenko, right Oh yeah, okay, he yeah, was a yeah, fucking yeah. dancer yep, uh, yep. before he, he yeah, was a he boxer. Took, yeah, he took dance classes. Oh, really? good footwork. His, his, good yeah, footwork. His, he has one of the he best put footwork. Him in there, yeah. yeah, his dad fucking put him on checkle, there. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Maybe you can start teaching uh, your your clients to to <laughs> dance a little bit. Maybe some one two, some one two. <laughs> or uh, if you have any questions, uh, feedback, business inquiries, uh, uh, shoot us an e- uh, email, ironstandstraining at gmail.com. And big, big shout outs to our sponsor, Hope Botanicals. Uh, they have the largest uh, Kratom selection here in Las Vegas. So go to their Instagram, go to Hope Botanicals LV, um, and shoot uh, Berto, uh, the owner of the shop, uh, an email and let him know uh, uh, what you need. And he's an awesome guy, and he's going to help you out tremendously. Um, and we'll check you guys out next week. Peace.